0: Hi, I'm Eric.
1: And I'm Lauren. And you
0: are listening to Podcast Podcast. The
1: podcast that talks about how great podcasts are.
0: How (laughs) self-obsessed. Hi,
1: Lauren. Hi. We
0: were just talking about... How much we love doing this i
1: know and i was just talking about how much i love eric's new bod he's been doing kettlebell swings hey. i wish you guys could see it
0: you can probably hear my pecs rubbing up against the mic but yeah. i bet she wish you had a visual
1: yeah well <laughs> pics on facebook later no
0: i i feel so bougie like uh, hiring a trainer oh my god which it just basically means that i'm like not motivated enough to get my fat self into shape. I
1: think it's the smartest thing to do.
0: It, it's Time it's I really liked it because yeah. um I don't like weight training. Like I don't like weights or lifting. I this is so boring by the way. But anyway, my trainer like had to, you know has turned me on to like weights that I do like.
1: I love it. I think it's this. It's, you're a busy man.
0: Yeah. You've got we, this podcast we all thing. Got lots You've got going a on. job.
1: Yeah. Like, you you need to use your time wisely. So, I approve. We all love it. <laughs> Thanks, man. And it's like a gift to us because of your beautiful it's like bod. A gift
0: It's like a gift to your eyes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Too bad you
1: guys can't see. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop flexing, fact, Eric. You should stop. probably be paying Eric, for stop my... lifting up the table over no, your head. I won't stop. Oh, <laughs> oh well, whatever. <laughs> I can't stop him. Oh, my <laughs> God.
0: <laughs> Those um, are the noise I make, <laughs> I make when I'm um, Also, sexy. I think you should be paying for part of my. Training since you get to enjoy all this. I know. Yeah, count
1: me in. Kickstarter.
0: <laughs> Wait, what if I did a what if I did a crowdsourcing campaign for my hot new bod? You
1: wouldn't even have to because I would pay for all of it immediately. <laughs> It'd be over.
0: This is actually really good information to yeah. know. Yeah. You you've always have a, had a, had a hot bod though. You just train yourself.
1: Well, I I spend a lot of time with the kettlebells. <laughs> I have a little crush on the kettlebells.
0: We we do love kettlebells. We're considering, um, and let us know your thoughts, everyone. Doing a separate spinoff kettlebell podcast yeah, tweet
1: us just kidding no one ever tweets us <laughs>
0: they won't do that's
1: it that's not true people oh, tweet us that's true i have to like harass them i can't yeah, yeah yeah
0: you're good at harassing yeah. them but i can't believe some of the people who have the tweeted us big names i know big names in the podcasting yeah. world i mean but it's, it's, it's no like Beyonce, but it's like no you know, not yet not
1: yet does she have a podcast no. whatever i'm gonna tweet her later
0: she will probably just like Drop a podcast by surprise and then
1: probably, Ugh, the and have more followers podcast. than us
0: within a millionth of a second. How is that even possible? We have the most followers. I
1: know, and we have <laughs> great content. I we, mean, listen to what we've done so far. Okay, can we? So far, we've
0: talked about like training schedules, show
1: notes, time, show
0: notes. Time. We
1: have no show notes, so everyone, <gasps> congratulations! Right, we we're
0: perfect. No we, yeah, notes. we are perfect. No one's
1: surprised. No mistakes. Um. But um, I do have a surprise for you because I love surprises. Oh my gosh! And I know you love surprises. Can I tell
0: you? I was racking my brain trying to figure out a surprise for you this episode, oh and gosh. I just ran out of time.
1: It's okay, because okay, so um, we got we got some fan mail. <gasps> yeah,
0: really? Uh huh. From a stranger? And,
1: mm, no, a
0: semi-stranger, mm, a demi-stranger, not a stranger <laughs> at all. <laughs> like, Is it your mom?
1: No, you're getting warmer. <laughs> I got this fan email from someone named Cynthia and I was like, is this Cynthia <gasps> my aunt Cynthia? Is it Cynthia the doll from Angelica in Rugrats? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> God. It's Cindy Emsh.
0: So we previously on this podcast talked about how my mom, whose name is Cindy.
1: Not Cynthia.
0: (laughs) Not Cynthia. Used because whatever the combination of words that she wanted to use was taken with the use of Cindy. So she chose Cynthia instead.
1: Even though that's not her name. Not her name. I love it.
0: It's not even like a nickname.
1: But look, she's getting all this buzz about her email address. (laughs) So... So she she emailed me. Okay, with, so we got
0: fan mail from my mom. Yep, she sent it to you. Yes. Okay. And or she sent it to the loveyourpodcast at gmail.com.
1: She sent it to me directly. Because to I you. think it's like it was kind of like, I need to send these tips. You need to talk to Eric about this. Like she has some tips for the podcast.
0: Oh God. Yeah.
1: And it was kind of like a serious discussion. <laughs> Did she not feel
0: comfortable coming to me? Maybe
1: I think maybe was, there's some
0: criticism. There's
1: some she doesn't, you know, it's it's some serious stuff. I hope you're ready. Are you are you prepared? You're I, sitting down. I'm put, sweating. Put down the kettlebells and okay. sit down. Okay, <laughs> okay, put down the table can't stop make me. You can't, the table me
0: you can't make me stop working on this bob okay
1: i'm just gonna read what what she has to say because i think she's got some good points can We delete this
0: if it's really too critical yes okay. we can't
1: well yes of course <laughs> okay so shit and damn are okay but no other swear words <laughs> keep it pg for us grandmas who listen oh my god that's gonna be hard for both of us <laughs>
0: The, I wasn't sure how I, real this was until that first sentence, but that is for sure from Cynthia, my I, mother. You thought
1: I was lying? <laughs> I, I like know. how shit and damn are okay. I'm going to go crazy <laughs> with shit and damn now. Wait, I
0: can't even say ass? Like, ass uh, is worse than um,
1: shit? That, are you going to listen to your oh, mother sorry. or not? I mean, okay. ASS is gonna worse than shit? We're going to have to edit that out now. Yes, yes. We'll
0: bleep it out. Okay.
1: Um, I would like to hear more from Eric. Like, maybe some dramatic or poetry readings, which... No. Yes. Um, he has such a
0: good voice. Oh my god! You guys. She
1: put in parentheses. Ha ha! I don't know if that means she was being sarcastic, but I'm taking it.
0: Like, I think. I think she is acknowledging how ridiculous the statement is. I
1: think it's written down, so we got to do it.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. Um, I would like to hear more songs from Mrs. Chung's fourth grade choir, like the uh, Titanic song. Agreed, that was a hit. Mrs. Chung, that was her name. Yeah. And it's actually stuck in my head right now, and I'm singing it as I clean. Oh.
0: She... Oh, <laughs> my
1: God. I love it. She,
0: that I should never have brought that back into her life because, honestly, we'll be on the phone and she'll just say, oh, they built the oh ship Titanic. God. That's all I wanted.
1: I, we can stop the podcast now. That was, like, my only goal <laughs> to, like, bring the, the song to back.
0: Get that song back yeah. into, the, into the popular culture. Working. Well, I don't know if, like, uh, Cindy is, uh, like the end-all, be-all marker of popular culture. We could, no, we could no, probably no. I would keep say, expanding. What are you talking about? Okay.
1: Um, I would like to hear some mention of Eric being homecoming king and captain oh, of the swim team oh in high school. God. He was homecoming king and captain of the swim team in high school. And there's a picture in the yearbook of him swimming the butterfly, and it says, Mr. Butterfly, Eric Emsch. So was, he's Mr. Butterfly in high school. That's a
0: genuine mistake. You know I edit these, so I could just... Uh, Cut this shit out, no,
1: you know who edits um Kara well, Hughes, that's true. and she was actually the one that started the rumor. She was on the yearbook <laughs> committee and that's put true. underneath your picture that everyone calls you Mr. Butterfly, even though yeah, it's not true. So not true. I have a feeling rumors rumors Kara nice. will not be editing that out of the podcast. <laughs> um anyway, that's it. Thank you so much, Cindy. I- that was enjoyable for everyone.
0: I'm gonna get you back, oh my God. if you don't think I'm calling Brian Passsell up. Right, damn now. He's gonna
1: have some good tips, but I, he will not follow the do not swear other no, than shit and damn. He would all. encourage
0: us to swear, but the reason I'm going to Brian and not Sherry, your mother, is because I think Brian would be more willing to embarrass you.
1: That's that's
0: probably true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, I, I will get you back for that. That was that was. It was fun.
1: And (laughs) it's going to make our podcast better, Eric. Stop being so selfish. You're
0: you're so right. You know what? I've been taking notes. I'm going to start implementing these tips. Thank you. Um, And this podcast is going to get a lot... Effing better! Oh,
1: already. Yeah. Look at the difference.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. Do we have any (laughs) sponsors? You know,
0: Lauren, I'm really glad you asked because we do have a sponsor. (gasps)
1: What? Uh, Sometimes I don't know.
0: Here (laughs) is a word from that sponsor, Trunk Club. Do you love getting tipsy at the club and are bored by all the clubs that you frequent? Get ready, but because there's a new club in town and it's called Trunk Club. Trunk Club was started to solve a simple problem. Where do you go to party and show off your trunk at the same time? Trunk Club is where everyone goes to show off their fabulous trunks. So pull yours out of storage and haul it over to Trunk Club on a Saturday night. Dance with your trunk, especially if it has wheels. Drink with your trunk. And by that, I mean just drink a lot while you're carrying it around. You can put something in the trunk or not. The choice is yours. It's Trunk Club. Nope, it's Club Trunk. <laughs> there are no recurring fees, but instead a, few, uh, instead, a rolling out a one time nope going back there are no recurring fees but instead a rolling out a one-time deposit for new members who wish to attend trunk club as a thank you this fee will be credited towards a future purchase does this part make sense to you we hope so it sounds confusing to us find the trunk club location nearest you 21 and older only and don't drink and drive
1: Wow! I I've already signed up.
0: I have an entire storage locker full of trunks. Oh my! So this what is relevant Oh my god! To my
1: also, I like joined a dance troupe that's yeah. just how to dance with your trunk. And I was always like, "Where can I do this? What's
0: the practical application right. of this dance?" Because I like bring yeah.
1: my trunk to other clubs and they're yeah. like, "Get your trunk out of here!"
0: I know. Honestly, so many clubs they like, do like, not have a allow no trunk trunks. Rule. Yeah. It's actually.
1: A, I mean, I hate to, our sponsor is probably not going to like us, but it's probably not a wise decision to allow people to bring trunks in the club. It
0: is, it is uh, cumbersome and mildly dangerous?
1: dangerous. Yeah, here's
0: what I do like though: the option of having junk in your trunk or not.
1: Right, I and mean, it's true. Yeah, lots of options. This first clip is from Magic Lessons with Elizabeth Gilbert. It's episode nine, dear creativity and fear. And the host is Elizabeth Gilbert. You probably know her because she wrote Eat, Pray, Love.
0: Or if you can't read, you might have seen that movie.
1: Right. That's another option. And she also wrote this other book more, more recently called Magic Lessons, in which she pretty much like inspires people to chase their creative dreams and commit to doing what they've always wanted to do. And it's it's a really nice thought to get people off their asses and, and committing... To their dreams. That's what's wrong with that, you know. Yeah. But in, in in her podcast, people call in with their creative roadblocks, and Elizabeth walks them through the, their roadblocks. And she's so positive and full of love. It's like almost disgusting because she's so <laughs> positive. It's like I would never be able to do it. Like I I couldn't be this positive. We'd be too snarky. Yeah, she's not snarky. And in in one of my favorite episodes, this sixty year old woman calls in because she's seeking courage. To put on and star in a life dance for her family and friends, which celebrates the fact that she's old and no longer a good dancer. And she just wants this whole dance to be like her dancing and falling. Like, and that's okay because she's old. Yeah. And that is my favorite episode, so try to find it. But I can't talk about it without being mean. So we're we're gonna talk about this other one. <laughs> the caller is a photographer. Let's call her Jason. <laughs> Um, and she's been snapping pics since she was 14, but she wants to quit everything and start a podcast, like quit her job. She wants podcasting to be her new job. And she's calling to ask Elizabeth if this is a good idea and where to begin.
0: I don't know why she didn't call us.
1: I, she, I know.
0: I'm we, being honest. Well,
1: because she wanted someone to be she nice. She wanted positivity. Yeah. <laughs> um, well in this clip they're discussing the logistics.
2: And the other question I have is, do you have the podcasting equipment that you would need to start a podcast?
3: I don't right now, it, and it's funny because I the last session I had with my life coach, she was like, "Use your phone, use your computer, you know, whatever you have, make it happen, and set a deadline for yourself, and like let it be scrappy for a while, and that's okay too." Um, so yeah, it's I'm, I'm really good at talking about how it's going to get done, but. The action it takes to, to go ahead and do it is is the leap of faith and the scary part. So
2: It is the leap of faith. Um, okay, so first of all, I have to tell you that I have a friend who just started a podcast a couple months ago, and his equipment consists of his laptop and a microphone. <laughs> That's a really cute little microphone. It almost looks like a toy. It has a little ball on top of it. I don't even know what to call it. It probably costs like 30 bucks at Radio Shack. And his podcast now has 90,000 people a week listening to it. And that is... And he doesn't have a producer. That is the extent of his investment. So it doesn't necessarily have to be as hard as you think that it does, which is the case with most of the things that we want to do.
1: Okay, so I guess the lesson is you buy some (laughs) dumb equipment that costs $30, and next thing you know, you have 90,000 followers.
0: I mean, as you guys have probably figured out, Elizabeth Gilbert is talking about us. We're her friends. Right, right.
1: like That's exactly. (laughs) We're her successful
0: friends. Wait, can I just say really quickly— I'm going to try to stay positive on this one because I love Elizabeth Gilbert's podcast. I think it's I love such the positivity. A good thing. It's a good balance for this world, which is lots yes. of negativity. Um, but I, just for my personal life, mm-hmm. I would rather start four podcasts just on my own, no producer with my lap, than make one single phone call. So it's like. This caller Jason has already made the effort oh, to like. I see what you're saying. Call into this podcast. like not only call in, but she like talked to twice Elizabeth and like Gilbert. talked to a person and like had to talk about. I, I right. would rather do a lot of things. But then she has
1: fear podcasts. in starting the podcast, but no fear. To so me, in it's many like ways, the she's phone fearless. call is more effort than it's like your fearless your fear is misplaced.
0: Right. That's yeah. true. Look at the bravery/slash effort it took you to, to call like make these several phone times. calls. Yeah. Well to me it's exhausting.
1: I mean, okay, so in the next episode, Elizabeth invites podcasting king John Hodgman. Mm-hmm on to give his advice and I love John Hodgman we've talked about judge John Hodgman he's like he's amazing and I feel like if you listen to a lot of podcasts you'll run into him yeah Um, but Jason mentioned she's never heard of John Hodgman and she doesn't have podcasting equipment and she's never reached out to anyone with a podcast and I have listened to this clip 40 times and I can't get a sense of what Jason's podcast would be about I mean I might have missed it but I'm wondering what you would say to her Eric what would your advice be
0: I would say do it. I feel it just sounds like she's like trying everything right, to thinking, get someone to hold her hand. I guess, but I would her tell her
1: on. to listen to more podcasts and get yeah. Well, that's actually better. Think better of advice. a theme.
0: She should be Jason should be asking you and not me. That's I
1: mean, better advice. but I want to be positive. You can do it. Like I mean, you really can do it.
0: Wait, she. So it seems kind of, and maybe she just didn't say it, but it seems like she wants to start a podcast, but doesn't really have an idea. It, I couldn't. T- detect. She at least didn't relay that idea, right?
1: Which seems important.
0: Yeah, that might be step one. Is like, the I mean, idea. If, if you can't
1: think of one, just have it about podcasts. <laughs> I mean, that's what we did. I mean,
0: honestly, lowest common denominator, yeah. easiest thing to do. We is were just like, like,
1: we have no interests in anything. <laughs> yeah. So what what are we listening to right now? Podcasts. Just well, that.
0: Well, some some initial ideas for us was um a podcast about the sound of our own voices.
1: Kettle, we we discussed kettlebells and yogurt.
0: Kettlebells and kettlebells yogurt. and
1: yogurt as one. We
0: thought about one titled Witty Repartee, but uh, it did not test well with no, our focus groups. No, no, no,
1: and it wasn't witty.
0: People felt um, there were some inaccuracies in the titling yeah, they, of that one. You can't be misleading. No.
1: So that's eventually that's you just some landed advice. On Don't be misleading. Thing.
0: Right, that's true.
1: Also, I'm curious about what the life coach had to say. She mentioned she has a life coach. Yeah,
0: so um, she's trying to quit her job to start this podcast? Yeah. And it, how, do, how can she afford a life coach? Well,
1: that's what I would like to know. I mean, she hasn't quit her job yet.
0: Don't, Jason. That's
1: my, <laughs> I think that's my biggest advice, Jason. Do not quit your job yet. See how it goes. If if you get 90,000 followers after the first episode, maybe you can't. Wait, but even if you have 90,000 followers,
0: I don't know any podcaster who isn't also a something else.
1: Yeah, you yeah, like that's the, not their primary give out job. out the calculator and look at your yeah, bills. Yeah, let's crunch
0: the numbers here. Like,
1: I th- that's what I feel like Elizabeth should have said. Like, can you afford this? Like,
0: well, she really should be talking to Susie Orman about that piece of it, right? That's Maybe not she really needs Elizabeth.
1: to call another person because it also seems unfair that like she got all of this time from Elizabeth Gilbert,
0: right? She already and she has, a, has life coach. a life
1: coach. Like, it seems like you know, quit hogging the ball. Share the
0: wealth. Yeah, share the knowledge, wealth.
1: But and and then. Okay, so I love this idea. It's so positive. I love it. Yeah. But part of me wonders if the podcast is harmful. Like, is is it crushing dreams if you're uh, like, yeah, you can get 90,000 followers, like, pronto. Like, if these people were asking me for advice, yeah. like, all of them, I'd be like, uh, you don't sound ready. Let's yeah. do some – let's let's do some – let's get, get out the drawing board. Yeah. Um, and do not quit your job. Like, no. You'll no, starve.
0: Don't quit your job. Um, I don't think that's negative. I think that's, like, realistic. Yeah.
1: And I – like, what if the result of the Magic Lessons podcast is that, like, all these people are quitting their jobs, starting podcasts, and they're, like, having life dances, and they end up humiliated alcoholics with no money? Like, it's possible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it is possible. No, I think you're right. I mean, there has to be a level of, like, pragmatism when it, when you're talking about, like, a big life choice like that. Yeah. I mean, what what is something that you would, like, actually quit your job for that, like, is a hobby or passion of yours?
1: I mean, maybe to be a writer yeah. but like I wouldn't just quit and like do it
0: but also like your job it, you currently are a writer mm-hmm. so like that
1: I even do makes totally a lot of random. sense yeah, yeah
0: yeah. like
1: start a kickball team uh, there's one
0: you do love kickball I do I, if I had to if I had a dream job that I if I like became so rich and could just, just do, do whatever it ever. job that's a great question I think I would start a paint your own pottery studio oh
1: what would you call it I <gasps> would call it
0: Yogurt ahoy!
1: Oh my God, makes so much sense. Yeah,
0: that thing about misleading it doesn't apply to. I paint love or pottery the ahoy. Stores. Yeah, like when
1: you just said yogurt, I was like, here what? we go. But then like the <laughs> ahoy really brought it home. Yeah,
0: and they'd uh, we'd like sell chocolates and stuff up front.
1: Oh my gosh, this sounds. Has it already been done? It store. sounds kind of cliched. I well, mean, <laughs> it sounds like a cliche I mean, model. I think there
0: certainly are pot, paint or pottery stores, but,
1: but w- called yogurt ahoy. You should check the copyright. Oh, you know what? You'd get a lawyer. Get uh, Junior's lawyer on the horn.
0: Yeah, Alan. What's his name?
1: Arnie. Arnie. <laughs> we'll see if he's available. Um, yeah, by the way, we are currently in a lawsuit because we talked about Junior
0: and he suing oh, us. Oh, he's so litigious. So we
1: need some more sponsors, Beyonce.
0: Beyonce, you let us know. Let us
1: know. Um. Anyways, these people are paralyzed. They're looking for ways to get unstuck.
0: Yeah, which I get. But I there? just
1: like... Uh, Elizabeth Gilbert can't do this for them. Like, but Eric, I want to ask you. Yeah. Can you talk about how you got started podcasting? And like, were you scared? Like how'd you make the leap? And and could you have would you have called Elizabeth Gilbert and asked for her help?
0: I that's a thing. I guess I don't think I would have talked to Elizabeth Gilbert, but I did talk to another friend who has a really great podcast. Um Uh, My friend Patrick has a podcast called Theater People Podcast, Um, and it's really great, really successful. He was a Webby Award honoree. Is that what it's called? Maybe. Um, And he was really helpful in talking about equipment and like how to get started and stuff. But honestly, my biggest fear was that like I am not qualified to be a podcaster. We are not. No, and like that's a definitive fact. We just moved on. You know, in in spite of that, but that I think was my biggest fear. What about you?
1: I mean, I was. The fact is, I was so excited, I didn't give a shit. Yeah. I'm not to say shit, right? We needed
0: you to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on the list. Okay.
1: I was... I was so excited. We were recording episodes that sucked. And we were like, we don't care. And we actually had to step back and say, let's start over. Let's redo this. Like, we really were so anxious to get started. I just thought, I thought, it can't hurt to do this. It's really fun. We'll see what happens. Well, and
0: that's actually good advice for Jason. And that's kind of where my head was, was like, just do it. And you were right. She should listen to more podcasts and she should figure out what she wants to do. But. Just do it. You don't have to put them out. Just right. start doing it and see what see what works and, and even ask your if, friends. And
1: also my favorite part about our podcast yeah. is that I get to hang out with you <sighs> yes. and I get to talk to you. Yes. And you know what? If, what? <laughs> if this microphone, maybe it's not on and I don't care. Like maybe we're not recording. Maybe no one's listening except cares. for Cynthia. And I don't care because I'm having a blast.
0: That's so. such a good point. It's, and, and I think that's what I had to get over is like it. It doesn't matter if I'm not qualified. It doesn't matter even if like no one listens, because yeah, it is. It is really fun, and we do this because we we really do love podcasts and we, we love, love talking each about each other. Them and we love each other, yeah. Oh,
1: um, but anyways, I wasn't sure how I felt about Elizabeth Gilbert because I did. I didn't really love Eat, Pray, Love. I'll agree. And I actually went to the school she went to for in Italy to learn oh, Italian. Yeah. That's where I went to school. And oh, I found right. there were some discrepancies <laughs> in the school details, and I was like, no, I just wasn't sure if I was a huge fan, but yeah, I sure. I met her um, at a Barnes and Noble event I, so when fancy. I worked at Barnes and and Noble, and it's impossible not to fall in love with her. Aww. She's wonderful. Is it
0: the positivity? Yeah, yeah. And
1: she is like, I was like asking her if I could take her photo, and I was like, Can you stand over here? And she goes. You can do whatever the fuck you wanna do. Oh. And then she gave me a temporary tattoo. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, now She's, I'm in love with her. And
1: her event, people were crying <gasps> and hugging her. And like, I mean, she, we need to be more like her. We, I mean, you and me. No, like, we in need a practical
0: be, sense. Right. You're right. Not like, in like an abstract way. No. We need to be actually more like, like her. Like
1: giving people more fake tattoos. Her book.
0: Her well, she did use the F word, which which Cynthia has banned Uh-oh. from our podcast. Mm. Um, her book also inspired a lot of people. It's a little cheesy, it's a little cliche, but maybe it's not for us. I, I think it did inspire a lot of people, and I think part of that is like the empowerment, and that's what she's doing in this podcast. Too. Yeah, no, she's it's empowering great.
1: People. it is great what she's doing. I just can't do it, so I'm glad someone else is doing it. Yeah, we're, but the other thing is, she's in July. She announced. Okay, so her, she was in a relationship with this guy named Jose Nunez. Yep. And he was called Felipe in the love part of Eat, Eat Pray, Love. And they got like, married. He was really like in the story, True. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But she announced in July that that relationship was over and they're getting divorced. And now she says that she's in love with a woman, her best friend, Raya, who's dying of cancer. And she wrote this really beautiful piece. Google it, guys. I don't know what the URL is. But um and she said, I do not merely love Raya, I'm in love with Raya. And she confirmed that her relationship with Raya was the reason for her separation from Nunes, which is just so interesting. I mean Wow. Yeah.
0: I had no idea. That's Mm -hmm. really interesting. Yeah. She does seem like the person that would, you know, follow her heart. Yeah, she's a very honest person. And
1: she really is wonderful. So listen to her podcast.
0: Wow. Elizabeth Gilbert. Now I'm such a fan now. I know. You really transformed my my perspective.
1: Yeah. And Keep on doing the podcast because people need your help, Elizabeth. Yeah. And we need your help.
0: <laughs> you know what? This is so great. I hope she, maybe I hope, she,
1: maybe she can help us be more positive. <laughs> I was going to say, honestly,
0: I hope like featuring this clip m- m- reminds me to be a little bit more positive in what we do. We
1: should ask ourselves, like, how can we be more like Elizabeth Gilbert before we start recording? Yeah. And keep in mind that how important it is to be positive. And it reminds me of that. Clip we did with Catelyn Moran about yeah. like being nerd about something, like be totally. be optimistic. How hard it is to be s- as optimistic as this, yep. and how easy it is to make fun of something. And so you're not easier. adding to the conversation by making fun of it.
0: No, it's easy to be a skeptic. It's easy to be yeah. pessimistic. You're so right. Anyway, all thanks, right, Liz. for you, Elizabeth Gilbert will be more positive. Yeah, I'll try. This next clip sucks. Oh, Just kidding. Like this clip. Oh. How look. quickly I forget. Oh man. Um no, this next clip do not suck. I really love this next clip. Um it's a brand new podcast from NPR. Um it's called How I Built This and it features uh, like inventors, entrepreneurs, innovators um and it follows how they created whatever they made. Um the host is Guy Raz, which is a really good name. It,
1: it's also a really oh god, there's no way he couldn't be hot. Right? Guy
0: Raz. Yeah. Oh, he is. Okay. He is hot. Oh my god. Did I did, did we talk about this cuz I looked it up. Um he's actually dreamy.
1: With a name like Guy Raz.
0: Yeah, how could you how could you not be? Um so he's a uh, like radio host for NPR. Um, this episode is about Sarah Blakely. Did you know who that was before yes, this?: Yes,
1: I did because it was mentioned on an episode of The Real Housewives.
0: It's about funny. about Heather from New York's mm-hmm. um, brand Yummy called Tummy. Yummy Tummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, direct competitor. Mm-hmm. Because Sarah Blakely created Spanx, um, which I'm sure most of you know is the sort of, like, shapewear. What do you, what would you call it? Shapewear. Like, yeah, great. Um, when she was 27, she was selling fax machines, like going around to offices and convincing them to buy her company's machines. Woof. Um, I don't even... Uh, ha, when was have you ever used a fax machine? When I was have
1: it's I don't like it because I sometimes I have to yeah and it feels right, very actually. pretend. It feels like this isn't really going. like if it's like, like it's you're pretend. in your parents'
0: basement and playing grocery store and you're like beep. beep right as right you're scanning the right ideas.
1: I love that game. Oh my
0: gosh. Why did we love like service industries when we were kids like pretending to like I know.
1: Anyway. I feel like I would still like it, but keep on going.
0: Um okay, so uh, in this clip, Sarah is talking about her first big pitch meeting with Neiman Marcus. So so what happened?
2: In the middle of my meeting with her, I could tell I was losing her, and I just knew it was my one shot. So I said, you know what, Diane, will you come with me to the bathroom? And she just paused. She goes, excuse me? I go, I know, I know, it's a little weird. Will you just please come with me to the bathroom? I want to show you my own product before and after. And she, she said, okay. And she walked down the hall with me and I went in the stall and I had on my cream pants that were the reason I invented this without Spanx on. And then I went in the stall and put Spanx on underneath and came out and she looked at me and she goes, wow, I get it. It's brilliant. And she said, I'm going to place an order and I'm going to put it in seven stores and see how it goes. Wow. And I, I couldn't believe it. I got in the car and I was shaking And I called Sam from the manufacturing plant. I go, Sam, Sam, it's Sarah. I need more. I just landed Neiman Marcus. And he paused. There was nothing on the other end of the phone for, it seemed like a minute. I go, Sam, are you there? He goes, Sarah, don't take this the wrong way, but I thought you were going to give these away as Christmas gifts or something for the next, like, five
1: years. What do you mean Neiman Marcus just took it? I'm like, Neiman Marcus just took it, and I need more. I I don't know if it's because of the music or what. Like, I almost cried. Like, I'm serious. It's such a great story. You're so happy for I know.
0: Well, and especially if you listen to the whole episode, which this episode is... um, just i think it's episode two it's the one with sarah Blakely. um you really get to like follow her story and you're uh, so happy for her
1: and i must say because i've worn Spanx before i buy them yeah because i don't even it's not because i want shaping i don't want shaping but they're the best tights made because they're so well made yeah they're like not gonna fall apart they're not i usually like go through types like you get, they get holes in them like they're just a great product. Yeah. I can't believe no one had made them before. So no, it, anyway, it, it's chance.
0: crazy. And she talks about that. She talks about like thinking of the idea, and she's like, "Why has no one thought of this?" And she went and she talked to like um, women who worked in department stores, and she was like, "Do you think there'd be a need for this for like basically pantyhose or tights or whatever without the feet, like to to kind of do shape or stuff?" She was like, "Women tell me all the time that they do that on their own. They do that at home. They home make it."
1: Necessity is the mother of invention.
0: And now she is... Although I
1: am not mature enough to talk about cream
0: pants.
1: (laughs) Although that was a great idea. But
0: you can picture it. I mean, like, you know, some like fitted pants that are like revealing in not great ways. And you need to like smooth things out. Um, she is the youngest. She became the youngest female billionaire in the world. Oh my gosh,
1: I had no idea. Isn't that she
0: crazy? deserves
1: it every penny. I
0: know. Um,
1: I hope she doesn't give any of it to charity. Thanks. Me too. Keep she, all that, Sarah. Keep it, Sarah, I hope you're listening, Sarah. You earned you keep
0: it. it. Um, what is so interesting to me, and we were just talking about that. She was talking to like women in department stores who worked there. She was she was gathering all this advice from women because it's a product for women by a woman. But all her pitches were to men. That's crazy. You know what I mean? How yes. hard would that be to sell this to men when, like, they have no idea how exciting or, like, revolutionary this is? And you have
1: to be so smart to, like, use the intel from women. Right. And then talk to men about it.
0: Right. She's and check so talked about all these men who kind of just didn't get it. And then, obviously, this woman who's a buyer for Newman Marcus got it. She saw what it did. I
1: actually happened to be in the meeting with her when she was pitching it to uh-huh, men. It was yeah. just like a room. It said men on it. And they had <laughs> yep. men walked in. And she yeah. Went.
0: And she was just
1: like, hey, men. Hey. Do you want women's asses to look better in, pa- in cream yeah. pants and the men were like yes and then she was like sign here and they did it
0: and that's oh. how long it took I oh swear to God oh my gosh wow Lauren that's a really good story I know I,
1: for- I, I can't not- believe I forgot to mention it yeah
0: you yeah. know what I would have thought when you saw this clip on, on the list well, that you were I forgot
1: <laughs> I was like thinking about Elizabeth <laughs> Gilbert
0: you know what your spanks are probably too tight yeah and you forgot
1: <laughs> they, they, it, it takes the blood away from your brain
0: Um. so Guy Raz the, the hottie host was asking Sarah, about the initial capital she needed to create this whole business. And she was like, um, I saved $5,000 from selling those fax machines. I Can f- you imagine?
1: I feel like Jason should not be listening to this because Jason's going to be like, I have $5,000. I'm going to become a billionaire. <laughs> Jason's
0: going to get a little mixed message in this. <laughs>
1: Shit. She's like, this oh, is a- This perfect. does not happen to everyone. No. In fact, it happens to no one ever.
0: Well, and that's the crazy thing is like, Normally, you have to have so many like investors, like six
1: thousand dollars at least, yeah,
0: at least six thousand, if not fifty five hundred. Oh my god! Well, and she was also talking about uh, t- speaking of like intellectual property and investors and stuff. She was talking about how she knew kind of early on um, not to tell people about the idea because your mm. instinct is like you have this oh. great idea, you want to bounce it. off I of would people. fail. I
1: would tell. Me I too. tell everyone. I, no, I me too. Can't keep my mouth shut. I,
0: I, there's no way I could have kept it kept a lid on it but she she did somehow and she was right to turns out you know like It was really smart for her to do that because a competitor could easily have swooped in, gotten faster production, and been on on the market. I wonder
1: if she was nervous, though, like when she was doing it, like, is someone else doing this right now? Like, there had to have been like a clock going off in her head. Yeah. Because, like, sometimes things get in the zeitgeist, you know, like it could have, like, someone else could have come up with the idea the exact same time and everything would have been over.
0: Well, and listen to the, the uh, folks should listen to the whole episode because it's interesting. She talks about when she gets the patents for, um, I think it's maybe the patent for the type of material, or the patent for the the name. The, oh, that's that that's, was that, such it, a good too. part. Listen
1: to the whole clip, guys. She
0: was talking about just how the name came to her, and that like the kid, that K sound, the Spanx is like does really well. Comedians so, fans told her to use the K. Yeah, sound. that it's like funny. It sticks with people. It's it is really fascinating. Listen to the whole thing. She also talked about once she got the Neiman and Marcus, the Seven Stores, she. Knew that a mis- it would be a mistake to think that she made it. You know what I mean? Like that was actually the time to p- to pound the mm-hmm. pavement even more. I just love that. I just love this episode and I love this podcast because
1: and I love her
0: it's- and I love her because like taking an idea and making it like a business or something commercial feels so overwhelming, and hearing these stories makes it feel. Like more possible, or at least it feels to me like motivating. Like you can do it.
1: It's not some weird story where some millionaire thought of something. Right? It's like a exactly. real story.
0: It's like a real person we had it's a good idea. The American idea. Dream. And now I'm like, you know, maybe one of my ideas is good, and I'll make a business and be the world's youngest female billionaire.
1: If If you had to invent something or create a business, what would uh, you create?
0: That's such a great question.
1: I, I know it's a great question because you wrote it in the show notes.
0: <laughs> I'm like, oh wow, what a compelling, what a well-written, genius wrote that question. Genius question. Um, that's a good question. I mean, maybe it would be like something with like software or. Hmm, what? What? What about you? What would you invent?
1: Um, well, I think you should create your own DIY pottery studio that you can carry in your purse.
0: Yes, good.
1: um, But I, oh my god, I have a, I have a lot of these. But like recently,
0: wait, I I just thought of this. Don't tell any really good ones uh, because she said. I have a feeling this one isn't happening. Okay, go ahead.
1: Well, I'm going to tell you, and you can edit it out. Okay, and we'll like play music like really loud, like heavy metal music. (laughs) Oh, okay, or that dumb music. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I've been carrying my whenever I carry my book around. I get annoyed sometimes because, like, I don't want to carry a bag around, but I want to carry my book, like, around. I was thinking someone should make, like, straps so that it turns into a, your book turns into a purse. So you can wear your purse on your shoulder. So then...
0: But it's just the book.
1: Right. So, like, it would, like, like go through the spine. Yeah.
0: Something on, like, the inside cover, like, folds out.
1: Or or just, like, dental floss. Like, a huge thing of dental floss. I mean, that's really my business model. Like, a huge loop of dental floss, and then you stick it in the spine.
0: Put it over your shoulder. Oh, it's like a strap that fits yeah. into a, an so existing any book. Yeah, any, any book. book. Any Smart. Bring around. Yeah, it's got to be universal to any book.
1: So we'll see. How about this? this if Kara thinks it's a shitty idea, yeah, Kara,
0: let she, us know. You can keep it okay. on
1: the podcast, and people can steal it or whatever because it'll never happen. But if But she if she you think it's genius, good. it's heavy metal singing sing along. Okay.
0: Can I tell you? Um, I won. No, I won third prize in the invention convention in third grade.
1: Oh, my God. Your mom is going to be so happy we're talking about this. She,
0: This is actually in, on the list of her things to her, – her suggestions is me talking about this stuff. Um, I won third prize. I created the Tush Kush. Wow. It was basically a pillow wrapped around your waist that fat, that, like, fit right onto your butt. And when you're rollerblading, if you fell backwards –
1: Oh my god! You listen,
0: you have knee pads, right? You have elbow pads. What about your tush? And you have a helmet. What about your number one most important ass? At oh yes, your tush.
1: Oh, oh my god! I can tell you've been like marketing this for listen, years people for the low,
0: low price. Of whatever I was, like, charging for that thing. Oh, my God. Your derriere can be protected from the harsh pavement of the outside world. I'm
1: getting so motivated to buy one of these, and I don't even rollerblade, because I can think of other situations in which I need to protect my tush. Yeah.
0: Listen, how, how many hours a day do you sit on your tush? A lot. What if that tush were hurt so badly? Oh my god! You couldn't sit.
1: Game over.
0: Talk about lost wages. I know. Talk about loss of sleep. This is going to change you can't the world. Not to buy the tush. Cush. You can't. See, he's
1: been he's been working on the pitch. The I love grade. that he won. Like that's great. No
0: third third place. Er,
1: okay, in my eyes, thanks. The other ones couldn't have been better than it was, that. I
0: got fifty bucks.
1: Holy smokes!
0: And guess what? This is this is how you know I'm a smart businessman. I invested it all back in the company.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Of course you did. By the way, I almost said holy shit, and then I was like, am I allowed to say shit? No, uh, so allowed. I said smokes, but Look, okay. Look, we're
0: messing with our minds, Cindy. Ugh.
1: Um, I would just like to quickly add that yeah. my invention for that same invention convention, which did not win anything, yeah. was a board game called St. Laurenville, <laughs> in which my face was printed on the money. I, I don't want to talk about it. It was very, very complicated. Oh, my God. Anyway.
0: That feels like it has a lot of mass market appeal. That feels like.
1: Lots of people were <laughs> flocking to play.
0: <laughs> I want to play it. Do you still have it? I hope. I do. Uh, okay. Next episode, we're just going to play it on air. Yeah. You guys can with listen. No visuals. You'll
1: be so jealous. They'll be like, how do. They'll be Googling it. Yeah. They'll be Maybe like, they'll sending us the, money. I'll buy the like domain, yeah. St. Laurenville, and like tease people. Like, you can't play it because it Lauren, doesn't exist.
0: I'm sure that domain is purchased. Oh, that's true. So
1: I'll have to add some Saint things to it. St. Laurenville, the
0: board game, I know is purchased. I know. Yeah
1: what all the kids are talking about these days.
0: All right. So this the podcast is, is really, really good. It's called How I Built This with Guy Raz on NPR. Um, definitely check it out. One, one of the other episodes, is, it's new, but one of the other episodes is about the creators of Instagram, Kevin Systrom and Mike Krieger. Um, so definitely check that one out. I will. Good. Thanks for the tip. Good.
1: Um, this next clip is from Cracked. It's eight fictional schools that would be awesome to go to. Host Jack O'Brien, um, I love the Cracked podcast, and in this episode, a bunch of comedians—it's a live one—they're they're debating which fictional school they'd like to attend. Yeah, and like, of course, people suggest Hogwarts and the school from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And my favorite suggestion was like by the whip-smart and hilarious Brandi Posey, who hosts like my favorite podcast ever, Lady to Lady, and she wants to go to Walkerville Elementary. Do you know, does that ring a bell, Eric? Do you know what school oh, is? Oh,
0: it sounds very familiar.
1: Miss Frizzle School from the Magic School Bus. Um, let's listen to her reasoning.
4: Field trips are awesome. And those field trips in, in particular are amazing. I never understood why she was like, I don't know what you're talking about at the end. She's like fucking with their minds, like after the thing. Like... <laughs> Preparing them for the real world, man. <laughs> the original Gaslight, Ms. Fraser. Right, she's yeah, gaslighting exactly. everyone. <laughs> and also, some of the things that happen, like they do actually go out of their way to be scientifically accurate. Yeah. Like, not with children.
2: In, in the back of the, the, back bees, of the books, it's really funny, because she has like several pages where she's like, this was a fact, this was a joke. This was a fact, this was a joke. And it's kind of great. I just love that fact as but, a joke.
4: <laughs> I've just always wondered if, like, either she's like dosing their juice boxes with LSD or <laughs> it's like a mental institution. And yeah. They're, because, like, some of the things that happen o- on those field trips aren't scientifically accurate. Like, they go to Pluto and one of the kids takes his space helmet off.
2: Yeah, he he like freezes instantly. Right, but he well, survives.
4: Well, yeah, all he does is catch a cold, which yeah. everybody knows. Right. That's your issue the series <laughs> where the bus just went to Pluto. <laughs> like that's the thing. Well, I think <laughs> it's not even a planet. Right, right. It's a it's a dwarf. Planet. I do
2: like the I do like your insinuation that
4: Miss Frizzle is running some sort of MK Ultra program. Right, that's kind of the impression that you get.
1: <laughs> okay. So first of all, it's important to stress that the question is: What school would you go to if you were you? So like, I feel like a popular answer is Bayside, Saved by the Bell. That's what everyone's gonna say, right?
0: Feels like for a certain generation, like the idyllic high school, right? Like everyone's
1: like you're popular and like, (laughs) but you have to remember it's you. So like, if you're not Zach Morris, you're Lauren, you're Eric Ambs. Yeah, like I am at Bayside. So like. Lauren Passell would have not been popular at Bayside. Everyone would have made fun of her. <laughs> Zach would have been like de her. Like she would have been like, everyone That's would have been like, true. everyone would no, it is, uh,
0: I was. Ugh. You would have been the cool artsy girl. Yeah.
1: I wore a Kangal hat and suspenders every day. Okay. Like. What? I, yes. You wore fifth a Kangal hat? Yes. And a clip on tie. <laughs> I mean I, This kind of sums it up So I mean I would have been like whir- My head in the toilet You know like uh, People would have been like Oh you have to go to the dance With Lauren wah, wah. Like yeah, I would have been like
0: People the, at, people at Bayside Weren't mean though
1: I feel like I
0: would have We just didn't see that and
1: Yeah And I don't I just It wouldn't have gone well for me Let's just yeah. say that So I mean Lauren at Bayside Would have like Hated her classmates Cause she would yeah. have been like You guys are terrible And she yeah, might have like Killed true. everyone Like I'm sorry to get so dark But like you, so you have to think about, like, who you are and how you'd feel at the school.
0: She might have killed everyone.
1: Who would you... What, what school? Can you think of what school? Yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know the name of the school, but um, the high school from Daria...
1: Oh, I don't know what that's called either. Yeah, I've actually but never had, seen like, Daria. They, what? I mean, it's not on Bravo. I'm not it's kidding. Not I've surprise. never seen no, it. No,
0: you're right. Um, they had like good a good art program, and I just feel like it's like oh, they like, had a good such art a, program. Like, stereotypical like 90s yeah. school, and I, I didn't go to high school in the 90s, but I feel like it like seemed like such an archetypal school yeah. and like and like Daria and cool. Jane were cool and I'd want to hang out with them and they were really good at good art. Good answer. Stuff. Thanks.
1: I like that. Thanks. Um, did you read the magic school bus? Uh,
0: I'm illiterate. So I watched the TV oh, program. That's
1: okay. The books were really like, challenging.
0: Like <laughs> that's what I heard. Yeah. My mom steered me away from oh the books. God. Yeah. She was like, this might be better. Suited Not for your again. speed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but I questioned, would you rather be, okay, if you had to pick one of the yeah. ones to be in, uh-huh. would you rather be at the waterworks, inside the earth, inside the human body, lost in the solar system, on the ocean floor, in the time of the dinosaurs, inside a hurricane, or inside a beehive? Because those are your options. And there's one called the Magic School Bus and the Climate, cha- challenge, climate challenge, but like, I'm assuming no one wants to be in no, that one. No.
0: Okay. First of all, never human body. I, no. Uh, if ew. you pick human body.
1: No. What's you're, wrong with You're you? a monster.
0: Yeah, um, I'm gonna say beehive because Interesting. Those bees look so big and fluffy and fun.
1: They're gonna sting you. What I, sting? No, you're so
0: tiny. They don't. Well, they're not That's threatened true. by your tiny body inside okay. there. I'm nervous. They okay. don't even care. Okay. Might be sticky though.
1: I mean, I What's think yours? I think I'd pick dinosaurs, even though I'm. I would surely die.
0: No, dinosaurs would be fun. Like, Dangerous. I don't care. Yeah. No, worth it. If you can worth see a Astellagaktosaurus. Oh, my God. You clearly didn't read the book, did no, you? No, no, no. Eric knows nothing about dinosaurs. You <laughs> Shut need- up. Shut up, man. Um, I know that uh, there's some fun fact about how, like, the, the T-Rex and the Stegosaurus lived as far apart as like the t-rex and humans
1: my gosh like
0: there's as much time between those
1: wow you're full of dino facts
0: i think it's something like that it's probably not the right dinosaurs but fact checker the idea yeah the point is there were dinosaurs for a really long time you know Yeah. um
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's that's heavy point yeah that's 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 a challenging statement, but I'm going to leave it there. But
0: challenging not only because it it's like makes you think about existential things, but also because it's probably wrong and like I don't know what I'm saying.
1: I don't saying. think it's wrong that dinosaurs lived for a really long time. That's not wrong. I I'm brave enough to say that.
0: I will also say that dinosaurs um were animals.
1: Were they? All yeah. of them? That's that well, could take us on a team. I t- will
0: have to look that up. Fact that's checkers. An,
1: yeah. That's another road for us. But don't I love me on this podcast.
0: I okay. love that they're
1: talking about how weird it is at the end of every adventure. The kids come home and they're like so excited to share, and like the parents are like, "Oh, that sounds insane. Like w- you're mentally ill." And like Miss Frizzle's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." She's like <laughs> the original gaslighter. I love that idea. I love. It's I'm a sucker. So funny. Okay, in books and movies, I'm a sucker for two things. Um. Murders and like orphanages, like yes. an orphan scary orphanage. Yes. Yes. Always. Orphans are yep. scary. And gaslighting. Like I love when <laughs> characters are being gaslighted. Like I feel like it happens in the Twilight so Zone all the time. And like yeah. it's hilarious because you're like <laughs> laughing at they're like, what a dummy. You know, I love it. I love gaslighting. And like, usually I'm the one being gaslighted. <laughs> so like that's why I enjoy it so much.
0: That's why you relate to it. And
1: and I would just like to say if I was gonna choose a high school I don't know if anyone is familiar with Degrassi, but that would be my pick, hands down. Are you. I've never seen it. No, I'm
0: like familiar, but I've never seen um,
1: it. It's the show that Drake was on before he was a hip hop star. Yeah. But I just feel like that show, like, bad shit happened, like, real bad shit happened. But, like, in 30 minutes, it would all be okay. Yeah. And, like, everyone was like, Kind of friends, like there weren't any huge problems, you know. Like it was like, right? Someone would there'd be like a school shooter, but by the end of the episode, like everything was fine.
0: Yeah, I I mean Drake was in a
1: wheelchair, but besides that,
0: wait, his character was in a wheelchair mm -hmm. because of the school shooter, or like the whole time? I think
1: it was because of the school shooter.
0: Oh no, fact checker.
1: Yeah, no, shit got real on that show, but it was also just like kind of nerdy, you know. But like, so it made you feel like everything was going to be okay. The teachers were really nice. Like a yeah. li- they were like a little too friendly with the students. You'd th- feel like, so it's it like was boundaries. Right. But it's also, it was kind of like the cool teachers, you know, mm. like, and I feel like since it was such a nerdy show, like it was comforting to me to watch as a kid. Yeah. So I was like, I can be a nerd and I'm still going to have friends.
0: No, I feel like all the like good people I know like that show.
1: Oh, Patty and I love that show.
0: Ugh, but it's gotta be good. Yeah,
1: Stamp of approval. <laughs>
0: I love it. Um, That was a good one. I like thinking about those imaginary scenarios. Thanks. Um, Okay, clip four is from... Um my favorite murderer, which is a podcast I know you like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um combines so, my
1: two favorite things, murder and Georgia Hardstark.
0: Yes, we love Georgia Hardstark. Um the other host is Karen Kilgriff. Um
1: She's great too.
0: Yeah, we love her also. We love everyone. We love people. See, we're being we're being positive. We're listening
1: to ourselves.
0: Nice work. Um so this episode is called My Foreign Faction. It's about Jean Bonnet Ramsey. Juicy. I say that with hesitancy because it's like I don't know. God, do we all really need to like dig up this poor horrible story? I mean, okay, yes, we
1: do. (laughs) The answer is yes, absolutely. (laughs) I'm
0: sure everyone has seen something in the past few weeks, month um, about this tragedy because it was recently the 20th anniversary of her murder. Um, And like, God, even 20 years later, like everything—it's a total mystery. And I think there's not really like a public consensus, like with OJ, you know, people feel pretty strongly. And this one, there's, there's quite a few theories out there still. So because the case is back in the public spotlight, um, my favorite murder covered it. Um, they, so the podcast talks about like two true crime, unsolved murders, infamous like hometown murders. Um, it's really entertaining. It's, it's investigative journalism light. <laughs> it ain't no Dateline NBC. Mm-hmm. Um, the hosts, Karen uh, Kilgriff, has written for Mr. Show, really funny show, and The Pete Holmes Show. She's a TV writer. Um, and Georgia Hardstack um, is also a writer and TV personality. Um, she has another podcast as well. What's it called? Georgia and Allie?
1: Summer Party with Georgia and Allie. Summer Party with, with Allie, and Georgia.
0: Oops. Allie and Georgia. Allie and Georgia. So. Uh this episode like I said is called the the my my foreign faction um and they're covering the Jamina case and also some of the recent docu series on the subject um this clip they're talking about some of the details that are often left out of the discussion juicy
3: Okay, this is interesting. There was a 14 year old girl that was sexually molested by an intruder about nine months after Jean Benet was murdered, very close to the Ramsey home. Quote Amy was sexually assaulted in her bed by an intruder that they believe was lying in wait for four to six hours before the attack. While they were all asleep, he was never caught, and the Boulder police disregarded the mother's suggestion that he could have been the killer of Jean Benet. Amy and Jean Benet Ramsey attended the same dance studio. Ew. There are a lot of... Th- okay, so the fact that they had a walkthrough of their Christmas decorated house, the Ramses, Yeah. What was it, a couple of days before the murder? Well, it was like a public walkthrough? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know like, that. Co- you know, like when you do like a haunted house yeah, for yeah. Halloween. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyone could have been in there. And, and the theory is that while the Ramses were at a Christmas party that night, someone fucking came in, broke in, knew someone who had a key, got in and hid and waited.
1: Oh, it's hard to listen to.
0: <sighs> I know. This is really tough. Um, I, I just feel like hearing stuff like this, like all this new stuff continues to come to light. It just proves how... Crazy that case was, and like crazy that it didn't come to trial. And, and
1: I, I think there's a lot of details like that that no one knows. No,
0: that we don't talk about. Yeah. Well, because I think the, at the heart of it is that the police just mishandled it. Whether there was some like malintent there, or whether they were just ill-equipped for like a homicide case, I don't know. But the police just mishandled it. They really terribly mishandled it. Yeah. Right.
1: I, oh yeah. I and I think. If, if I could have the answer to one question in the world, it wouldn't be like, really? what happens when we die? Or like, I'd be like, who killed her? I just want to know. It makes me so mad my, that I'll never know.
0: My question would be, what happens when those caterpillars like form that little chrysalis? We'll never know. We'll so never know. That's a, aren't a you mystery serious? forever. Yeah. Um, For,
1: <laughs> give up on that dream pronto. <laughs> we,
0: we may be more likely to figure fi- crack this case oh. than that. Um, so the, what are the popular theories? There's, like, um, <sighs> people think the parents did it, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Um, obviously, the, like, other uh, the other side of that is that it was an o- outside intruder.
1: Mm-hmm. I think a lot of, because they had a lot of help, like, a lot of gardeners and pool oh, boys. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, and there was the thing, okay, now we're just going to start doing that thing where we, like, list, like, random pieces of evidence. But for me, the craziest thing was the suicide not the suicide sorry, the, um... Kidnapping. The kidnapping, Mm -hmm. the ransom letter, Mm -hmm. that called themselves a small foreign faction, which is where the title of this episode comes from. They signed it with some initials, and they asked for a sum that was approximately the exact sum of his, like, annual bonus. It was
1: someone who was in cahoots with business, the dad's business. There was too much weird stuff about that. so...
0: All of it is weird. There's not a single thing that's weird. So, um... Alan and I watched the recent CBS docu-series The Case of Jean benny Ramsey um, and I feel pretty convinced because of it. Can I spoil it? I haven't seen it yet. Oh.
1: No, no, but <sighs> I want to know. I'm so dying to know. What Are do you, you think? sure? Yes.
0: I don't want to spoil it for Have you. Have you ever
1: looked into my eyes and known me to be more no, true? It's
0: so true. You're looking at me so Tell earnestly me. right now. Tell me. So okay, spoil if you if you want to watch that docuseries series on CBS, um, then skip ahead. You know, a couple minutes or whatever. Um, basically, they they posited that it was the br- her brother Burke accidentally killed her. Um, basically, like lashed out. At- she did something to make him upset, and he lashed out at her with um, a. Flashlight, and then the parents covered yeah. it up. And it's still, even though that's a spoiler, it's still worth watching because there's some really interesting and really compelling evidence that gets super specific.
1: I mean, little sisters can be annoying.
0: So annoying. They they also recently released his the footage of him talking to, um, and they talk about this in this episode of My Favorite Murder. Um, he. Was talking to like a therapist or a caseworker, social worker, something to that effect. Um, and just the way he talks to them is so, so strange. The way he talks about her, her his sister, it's all so bizarre. Well,
1: props to him if he was able to <laughs> confuse the world. Well, How s- on earth?
0: Some people feel like he doesn't even remember. Like he has like he has some developmental disability or a
1: block like just can't block because
0: he's he's kind of a weird dude. He was on Dr. Phil.
1: Oh boy. A month ago.
0: Um, And he got a lot of flack for talking about it with a giant grin on his face. He was he came off like a sociopath because he was smiling big the whole time.
1: Shouldn't have gone on Dr. Phil.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was maybe the first thing. But I understand the instinct. Like, they knew all this stuff was coming out around the 20th anniversary, and he felt like probably, you know, he was going to get a bad rap.
1: Did he write a book called If I Did It? (laughs) Because that's how you know you're in, like, shaky territory. That is
0: true. You know what? I'll have to Google it, but I... I think he probably did right He a book did, but it was expected. a coloring book because, like, he's little,
1: right? Isn't he like six?
0: Okay, no, he's twenty nine.
1: Oh, gee, time flies when you're time having fun.
0: Flies. Um, it's it's the, okay. You should watch that. You should watch that series. Ooh. There are just there are so many things that are really convincing, really it. convincing. A that it was how ha- it happened from inside the house. B like the suicide note. They they found all these like feminine uses of the la- of the language that pointed to it being a woman it was on Patsy Ramsey's like thing the 911 call when she thought she was done first of all on the 911 call Patsy Ramsey was like like ended the call and they were like we've never seen someone
1: yeah
0: who like that's their lifeline is what they kept saying that's the lifeline like no one ever hangs up on a 911 call right. that's your only chance to find your daughter so she thought she hung up but she didn't and it kept going and they did all this like sort of bullshit anal- an analysis of like what they thought they were saying. You couldn't really tell, but the nine one one caller, they talked to her for the first time and she was saying like, I knew something was up. She said, so I stayed on the call after she thought she hung up and I could hear distinct voices, two or three. That's important because they said Burke was asleep mm-hmm. at the time and you hear it back and you can hear a kid's voice.
1: Wow. Well, and then it got extra shady because Patsy got cancer, and it's kind of like right? people were like, why are you dragging this mother, this poor mother, through the mud? Which like, I
0: totally hear. Yeah, it's
1: just like, uh, it's such a, it hurts.
0: Oh, God. But also,
1: it's also a little, I mean, I hate to say this, but people cared about her because she was such an unusual child. Yeah. And we spent all this money and time and energy on this child and the bad stuff happens to kids all the time. You know, yeah. it's like, I think about it. Like,
0: well, that's true too. Why hurt? Why was this such a sensational case? Just the, all the oddities around and it and that she was, yeah, the that they were, the, the family was loaded.
1: And the fact that people hate like these beauty pageants, it was mm. kind of like a reason for people to be able to be like, see
0: well, Look what happened. And they talk about that too on the docuseries where like so many people jumped the idea that, um, that like, so, something sexual was was had to have happened because all you were seeing were these like you know beauty pageant photos so she was completely made to look like a, an older yeah. person than she was and dolled up and makeup and all this but they said the evidence for that is really really weak that there's really like, very little evidence. There was DNA found on her underwear um, that didn't match anyone in the home and they didn't find a match for um, But they did a test where they opened up, like, new underwear and they found DNA matches on all of that, like, DNA on all of them, just from, like, the packaging and the manufacturing and all that. So that could have been a, a reason. Well... well do, you, do you have a, a theory?
1: I always yes. just thought it was someone with the business because that business stuff is too weird. I read a... I've read two books about... I'm obsessed with this case. I've always kind of thought it was just... But um
0: so, do you think it like went wrong? Like they tried that's, to. I,
1: that's what I've always thought all these years. But listening to this podcast made me think maybe it was the brother. I I always yeah. thought no way could the could the brother have pulled this off. But well,
0: yeah, watch the docuseries. series. Yeah,
1: I think that this is kind of changing my mind, honestly. Yeah, I, I,
0: I want to divulge more details, but I think people should go watch the CBS docu series again. It's called um, The Case of Jean Benet Ramsey. But I'll tell you a couple of details that they talk about. After okay. offline, because it's really convincing. One
1: question. Is yeah. it on Bravo?
0: Oh, great question. It is on, let's see, is CBS Bravo?
1: No. Bravo VBS? Absolutely not. Okay. c
0: Brav- I'll VS? still watch it. Just kidding. <laughs> um, I could uh, legally download it and then put the Bravo Thank logo on you. it for you.
1: <laughs> such a sweetheart. <laughs>
0: oh, anything for you. Um, Okay, should we get to our um, segments?
1: Yeah, I feel like rocking out to Jingle Jangle. The jingle
0: Jangle, y'all know it. It's the time when we pick a musical clip, either an intro or a song. Um, this Jingle Jangle is from a very, very funny show called Rana and Beverly. So it's so fucking funny. I can't stand it. Oh, sorry. It's so shit damn funny. Oh, I yeah. can't stand it. <laughs> Um, the whole Shit podcast funny. <laughs> It's these two like characters, Rana and Beverly who are created and played by Jessica Chaffin and Jamie Denbo. Um, both of whom you might know from, they were both in the heat and spy. Um, they created these women while working together at upright citizens brigade. And they're like, they're chatty, like 50 something Jewish mothers. Um, I think they're from Bo- like the Boston area. So, I mean, honestly, sometimes when I'm listening to the podcast, I forget it's like actresses doing characters because they're so, it's like realistic. It's not, it's not really, it's they're broad, they're big characters, but they're realistic. They could be someone's mom. Um, I just I love the show and I really love their theme song because it's unique to each episode. It features like sound bites from the episode you're about to listen to. So anyway, here is the intro for episode 114 with Ellie Kemper, which you should listen to the whole thing because it's so funny. Um, Plus a little bonus after the intro.
3: Eight, Eight years old, smoking. Well, she's a very mature girl. Took a bikini butt I off heard she has and walked around, and I said, "Excuse me, I think you're missing something." I, I, excuse
2: me. <laughs> you bend over and you spread your cheeks, and there's like a little bulldog nose, and
4: then. I, I, excuse me. Box. yeah, right in Massachusetts, Cambridge. Give me a break, break, break. Excuse me. I, 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 excuse me.
2: I'm all about that bass, At that bass, po- no podcast. I'm all about that bass, all that bass, pod, no podcast. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. I'm a size two pod podcast. You know who she is, Verona? You're a year yeah. late on that one. No, I'm not. Of course you are. No, my. Are you kidding me, Cher? Just turn me on to it. She has Apple Music. I Megan won't do it. She, I made her put me on a family
0: plan.
1: <laughs> I can't. This is so realistic. It makes me think we need to give... Podcasts to older women like all the time and see what they whip up.
0: Because if you told my mom to sing all about that bass, that's that's pretty close to what would be produced.
1: Yeah. Oh man, I love <laughs> I loved that.
0: So after the intro song, they always like one of them sings like a contemporary song in mom style with no rhythm and very incorrect lyrics. Um, you know what mom style means, right? Like when oh yeah, like yeah, like
1: you're wearing. Uh, Crocs, <laughs>
0: wearing Crocs while you're, but yeah. also like when you're singing a song, you make it sound like a marching band. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, the characters' full names, just because I think it's important, are Rana Marlene Glickman and Beverly Ginsburg. Um, I just really I can feel picture like, them. Yeah, I can. Well, and they also like they have likenesses, like that two actresses like dre- like dress up as the characters. Ugh. It's, well, it's didn't just what we re- so think
1: of this brilliant idea.
0: Honestly, if you're ever feeling nostalgic for like some maternal musings, just go check them out, Rana and Beverly. Um, should we go right into no comment?
1: Yes, although I hate this I segment. It's this is the worst. This is our
0: segment where we play a clip without any comment. Why which, do we
1: do this to ourselves? I know.
0: It's very hard for us because we have. Um, I
1: just feel bad for the listeners because they're probably like, but what do Eric and Lauren think about this?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what to think because I'm not
1: being told what to think.
0: (laughs) Probably more often they're like, I don't need to hear what you think about this. I just want to hear the clip. Well, lucky for you guys, this, this one, you don't have to hear us. So, um, the, I, I, I love this podcast. It's new from the New York times and it's called still processing. Um, have you listened to this one? Mm -hmm. Um, it's really good. I, what I love about it is it's like a serious show that covers social and political topics, but it still feels casual and digestible. Um, I feel like a lot of podcasts that cover similar topics can be heady for my feeble brain um, and kind of dry. So I think that that success is because of the hosts. Um, Wesley Morris is a journalist and Pulitzer Prize winning critic, ooh la la, at the Times. And Jenna Wortham is a tech reporter and staff writer at the Times. Um, they're just so smart, but they, like, deliver their message in an entertaining and lighthearted way. Um, here, they're, epi- they're interviewing RuPaul Charles, fresh off his recent Emmy win. Congrats, Yay. girl. Um, he won for hosting RuPaul's Drag Race, which is amazing. Uh, I know that when you think about political commentary, you're not necessarily thinking about the fabulous female adjacent RuPaul Charles. But trust me when I say that this man is oh so wise – um, this comes from the episode of Still Processing called Identity is a Hoax, People. Um, and this clip doesn't need much introduction. So here it is.
5: Even this election, I'm sorry to go on so long, but
4: no, no, even no. this election- Oh no, bring it. You want to go to the election. I'm We're taking sheer. off my shirt too. <laughs> I'm not
5: going to name names. I'm not going to name names. But the thing is, this struggle, this fight is between people who are resisting the forward motion of mankind. It's a, it's a fight between the 20th century versus- the 21st century, and the 21st century is moving forward, whether you like it or not. But people who want to go back in time and say, let's make it like it was before, that's actually never really happened before. (laughs) Drag is part of that forward motion of saying, this identity you have is just a facade. Get used to it. Mankind, we are very primitive. You know, we do like to say, well, we're so advanced. I can't believe some of the things that have happened in the past year. And even the tragedies that are happening, it's, it's bringing all of these people to the surface. You know, when a butterfly makes that metamorphosis, it's a violent thing. Mm. And that's what we're witnessing now. I don't know how much more of the violence we're going to have to endure before we turn into a butterfly, but it right. there seems to be no end in sight.
1: Beep, 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 beep. We have some breaking news. I just received another email from Cynthia <laughs> as that clip was playing. Wait, are you serious? Yes. She has volunteered the phone numbers of both of your sisters <laughs> so that we can get some more tips. Oh, gosh. So, Betsy and Lauren, if you're listening, expect a phone call.
0: Uh, don't answer answer <laughs> um i'm actually okay that 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 was no comment because i don't think i could say it, could no, have said it better. Sorry, said
1: i didn't want to say anything because honestly like that was maybe the m- most moving thing we've ever had on this show
0: i know i and i uh had never thought of it that way and it's so wise sorry that was a comment maybe
1: you should play it again everyone <laughs>
0: back it up everyone just hit that uh 15 rewind 15 right. second rewind a few times um What's our podcast bay this week,
1: um okay, so holy shit, this podcast bay comes with a huge caveat, yeah, sleep with me it do not listen to this podcast at work or while operating large machinery
0: is it n s f w
1: kind of in Highly yes, it is because yeah. the whole premise is that you listen to it before you go to bed if you have trouble sleeping, which I never have trouble sleeping, but um. I fall asleep right away. But it's supposed to help you get to sleep. So the host, Dearest Scooter, has this very lulling, boring voice. And he talks about really boring things. And (laughs) I listened to this while I was writing work emails, and I wanted to hide underneath my desk and crawl into a ball and nap forever. (laughs) Like, it works. And I don't even know what I was listening to. Like, But in my trance, I wrote down this one note, which is something that Dearest Scooter says. Have you ever tapped anyone in the Achilles heel with a sponge based mallet? And I don't even, like, I don't know what that means. That's what he's talking about, though. And in a very boring voice, there's like boring music. If you're having trouble sleeping, search for sleep with me. But not if you are at work.
0: I love this idea. It is not Mm -hmm. safe for work because you will wanna sleep under your desk. Yeah. This is what Jason should have created I know This is such a good idea I bet it's
1: good for babies too Like if babies can't sleep Yeah Turn this on It's Um, like white noise
0: My friend Michael Kimmel Hi Michael He's a huge podcast fan And he actually listens to like real podcasts to fall asleep I don't know how he does it
1: Oh my gosh No I get too excited Yeah I like
0: He's just like too smart for his own good And I think his brain just like absorbs it You
1: should ask him what he thinks about this one
0: about our podcast? No.
1: Sleep with me. Oh. If he would ever fall asleep.
0: Oh, on. interesting. I will okay, I'll ask him and I'll give us an I'll get us an update. Okay. Well, we have a
1: lot of updates to go over next time. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. guys Even if there's no one out there.
0: We had fun. We had a blast. That's going to be on our um, joint gravestone. We had fun. We did have fun. <laughs> uh, Thanks as always. Jimmy for- cracked corn and I don't <laughs> I care. I don't care. <laughs> Thank you to our editor, Kara Hughes. We love you. You're the most bright, shining star I've ever seen. Yeah. And as always, Send us what you want to listen to. Send us your favorite clips and podcasts. You can either tweet us or email us. We can tweet us at loveyourpodcast or email us at loveyourpodcast at gmail.com.
1: Please seriously do it,
0: and, someone. And uh, subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Yeah,
1: please. That's very important.
0: Yeah, the v- important to the success of our business.
1: Yep. <laughs> we
0: want 90,000
1: followers by next week
0: We want 90,000 followers by next week Because
1: we bought some equipment And Begin. now we're expecting results <laughs> Alright, love you guys Bye, Bye.